Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Faith FM, coming all the way, coming to you all the way from Ethiopia. And of course, we've got the whole team over here. We are working on a mission project. Amazing stories are happening. Lawson is thinking of staying. Monica is just about dead. Uh, what else can I say? <laughs> Amazing. Okay, okay. Let's unpack that. Lawson, tell us a little bit about the thing that you had happen to you yesterday. No, no, no. Okay, before we get there, let's 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 keep our focus on Jesus and talk about. The the amazing work that he's been doing. Absolutely. So, and then when we've done that, we'll come back to why Lost is thinking of staying in Africa. Okay, so essentially, um, yeah. I think it's something, it has something to do with a, with a certain youth choir. Oh, my God. Yes, <laughs> okay, guys, just give me a second, okay? Let me collect myself. All right, so I've been preaching at my site. There's about a 1,000 people there every night. Um, a lot of them, I think there's like 600 members from the church, and it's amazing because we're running... A night program every night and all of them are coming and supporting the program which is just epic um, and then of course there's a bunch of people coming from the community there's some serious church politics going on um, that, to the point where a part of the church like members that were at this church split off and made their own church like literally like 500 meters away and so it's just wild stuff but we've been preaching every night and and you know, last week, the, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, all of those nights I've been making appeals um, for people to be baptized. You know, of course, I've been making appeals for people, you know, do you want to accept uh, the law of God? Do you want to do this and that and the other? And, and people, everyone's putting their hand up all the time. The people are really responding. But then making appeals for people to be baptized. And so far, there has been at my site a total of 40 new baptisms. Praise God. So, 40 new decisions for baptism. Decisions for baptism. Has your site had an actual baptism yet? So we had a baptism yesterday where 30 people got baptized. And mm-hmm. then we're having a baptism um, this weekend. So, yeah. Just, That's awesome. Just awesome. God Praise is God. blessing. It's amazing. Uh, I'm just loving it. I'm just loving it. Yeah. I think loving it a little too hard. So let's get to the point oh about what God. happened yesterday, Lawson. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> look. Um, <laughs> yeah, t- tell us this story, yeah, Lawson. So don't be like a meeting you had. So oh, there was, oh, there was a meeting. There was a meeting. There was, yeah, there was a meeting. Check, check this out. So I get picked up this morning. Uh, well, not this morning, but yeah, I get picked we're up. Still, we're struggling here. This is, we're struggling. Uh, I get picked up Sabbath morning um, by my translator and um, the hel- you know the head elders who have been sort of chaperoning me, been you know picking me up and dropping me off and whatnot. And um, they pick me up and they take me to breakfast, and we're all sitting there. And um, the translator, he's also one of the elders of the church, and he's like, "Yeah, I've been talking with the head elder and and the pastor and Lawson. We want you to to stay here in Hawassa." And I'm like, excuse me? And they're like, yeah, look, this guy has land. He has a house, you know, on that land. You have, you know, we can supply you. We'll we'll give you a wage. We'll give you everything you need. You just stay here and you work for us and you work for our church. Raymond Terrace versus Awasa. Yeah, I'm like, that's a pretty good deal. <laughs> that's not the whole story. Oh, <laughs> so, I think I remember last week I was talking about how beautiful Ethiopian people are and how walking around here is like walking around a supermodel agency, right? So Lawson comes up to me on the weekend and he's like, Mon, you were right. I'm like, was I? And he's like, yeah, Ethiopians are really beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently there's a pretty interesting choir at his church. Well, there's a youth choir happening there, I hear. Yeah, well, there's there's a, there's a few different choirs. There's, like, the sort of under-18s choir. Then there's the young adults choir. Then there's, like, the 
older than young adults choir and then there's like the they had four choirs on sabbath it was yeah and then they had a mother's choir as well it was epic it was like so which is your favorite lawson (laughs) (laughs) so 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 there was a uh a young adults women's choir and there was this chick on the end who was standing quite close to me and you know that song? It's like, I saw her face, now I'm a believer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I look up and I'm like, this woman, like if I stay in Ethiopia, this woman will be my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Have you spoken to her? Does she speak English? I don't know. No, probably not. But I'm just like, this this woman is so pretty. I, I was just like... Why don't you talk to her? I, it was... It, it's so hard. Like, as soon as I finish preaching, right, all of the choir girls, especially, they all go into the church and get changed because they're all in their, like, choir gear. And then by that time, like, b- by the time they've all, like, gotten changed, then I guess they're just like, oh, well, it's time for us to leave. And I never get to talk to them. So you've never spoken to the pretty choir girl on the end? No, I never have. And I'm, like, so sad. That Stay I tuned, folks. We will keep you updated with Lawson's love life. This is one of these, you know, love tragedies that's happening right yeah. here. You know, love, like, at, love at first sight that just never happens. Who would have thought that they would come here and come back with an African tragedy? <laughs> so because, um, the pastor at my church, Blake Penland, his wife is um, from Zimbabwe. And I've been telling her, like you know because I've been talking to them um, I'm like yeah the girls here are so pretty and, and they're like oh take it take a sneaky photo of the ones that you think are pretty and I was just in the perfect place perfect angle to get a photo of this girl and I sent it to, to Mal and I'm just like I think I'm in love okay so what we need to do uh, Mon is we need to we need, we, we need you and I need to track this girl down I was thinking the same thing and we yeah. need to introduce her to Faith FM I think she would like to listen to Faith FM you her oh yeah Yes. Yeah, we, yes. We do have to find out. We'll first. bring her into our studio, also known as Mon's um, hotel room, <laughs> <laughs> and talk about her her um, her spiritual gifts of singing and her ministry of being a choir girl, and find out first or not she speaks English, or they're not going to need an interpreter, which would be great because like a built in chaperone for the two of them. I like where this is going, Lyle. <laughs> We've got the whole we got the whole thing sorted out right here. Oh man, I'm like. <laughs> I'm 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 in I'm in a weird place right now. I, don't, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I like because I'm like you know uh, I, I was saying you know I, I I don't want you know to to go to Ethiopia and get a wife like I'm just I'm very I'm very like yeah I I want I want an Australian girl who speaks English and you know from Australia who will live in Australia with me but you know I've like all these offers of staying here and all these beautiful women. It's got me confused, man. And, and, and what was the... Okay, so you got another offer today. Sorry? You got another offer today, for, for today, I should say. What do you mean? Um, as in... Uh, oh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, then, yeah. then, then, then the church elders last night when they're dropping me off, they're like, look, Lawson, been talking, and what we're going to do is we're going to give you a motorbike so that you can just ride around the city as you will. And I'm like... Are you for real? 
They're like, yep. And so they said that before, like when we first, we got on the bikes to, to they ride me back to my hotel. And I'm like, yeah, I would be very interested in that. I get back to the hotel and I get off and like the first thing on my mind, I go up to them like, okay, so what time are you coming here with the bike? You know, like, will it have petrol? Like just getting it sorted out. And hopefully by 10 o'clock this morning, we will have our very own Faith FM motorcycle to travel around and take amazing pictures. So that's also good. You know what's happening? Right, they are totally buttering you up, dude. They're sucking me. (laughs) And then I'm gonna accept, and then I'm gonna say, they're gonna be like, "Would you like a pet monkey? We'll get you a pet monkey." (laughs) Then, like, they're gonna full suck me in. I'm gonna be like, "Yep, stay here in Ethiopia." Then they're gonna be like, "Okay, we take you to your land and your house, and it'll be like, be like a a mud hut in like a ten meter by ten meter piece of land." So. Yeah, I'm keen. Because that's pretty much what most of the houses here are yeah. around are but like. The mud huts are pretty nice. They're now not, I'm like justifying it. <laughs> <laughs> they have metal roofs. And his voice went up. But the mud huts are pretty nice. <laughs> they have metal roofs. They keep yeah, the rain they out. Do. Oh, they'd be so sweltering hot with those metal roofs. Yeah, but you know the, the the walls would have to have good insulation. I'm sure. You know, it's it's mud and water walls. And, and that's um, the thing is that I'm like rich compared to Ethiopians. So like I'll just you know. Yeah, but yeah. you have you're used to a higher standard of living, so you'd first have to bring your standard down, which could be a bit of a culture yeah. shock. Question I have for you: yeah. If this choir girl speaks English, right, uh-huh. and you guys get along, uh-huh. would you seriously consider staying here? Oh, this is the million dollar question, isn't it? Well, it's not the million dollar question; it's about as much as my salary in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, I just I, I don't know, guys. It's 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 like. Uh, I'm probably like in the ninety percent no. So if if, if Lawson if Lawson should stay here, we no. need you to give us a call. One eight hundred three two four eight four three is the number. Give us a call. Tell us your opinion. What should Lawson do? What what calling should Lawson follow? Uh, you're listening to Faith FM, and we're going to take a bit of a break now because I have some amazing stories that I am just busting to share with you all. And we'll be back right after this song, where I will blow your mind with some of the things that have been happening here in Ethiopia. Lawson, just marry her and bring her back to Australia. That's the obvious solution. Come on, guys. I'm too poor.
Welcome back, guys. Listen to Faith FM. We're coming all the way from coming to you all the way from Ethiopia, where we have you the whole. You just cannot faith get that right every single FM time. Team. You say where we're from. You're yeah, like, <laughs> that's all right. It's because I woke up. Just, uh, see, it's like this. I set my uh, alarm and it never went off, and so I, I I crawled out of bed literally five minutes before I started on radio. But it is kind of nice to be, you know, in a in a room that is just down the hallway from the studio. Yeah, it's true. It works out quite well. We so, should think about building a studio in one of our houses where we live. Yeah, I think we should. I think we <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> Problem solved right there. So, Lyle, before we launch into your stories, people have been wanting updates on my malaria. Yes. <laughs> um, and... I just want to other quickly, diseases. Yeah, I just want to quickly clarify. So we were joking about me having malaria, and it is a real possibility because I did have a severe allergic reaction to my malaria medications when I first arrived in Africa, so I stopped taking them, so I'm kind of at risk. I don't have malaria. I did have to go to the hospital um, since we last had the show. Um, Running a fever and yeah, chills. And, and, and headaches and craziness. And um, so I went to two different hospitals. I had two different diagnoses. And, diagnoses? Anyway, so one doctor said I had typhus and typhoid and the other doctor said I had just typhus I'm kind of suspect that I don't have either of those I think I just have a head cold or a flu or something um, but yeah I've spent a lot of time uh, in bed um, and I'm now taking doxycycline uh, which is a different malaria medication so I was really nervous that I'd be reacting to that but I'm not um, but it's also a typhoid medication it's also and a, typh- a medication for yeah. lots of other things yeah apparently. it also works as a typhus antibacterial so um, I am on the upswing like because I'm still preaching every other night it like takes the stuffing out of me so it's like two steps forward one step back because yesterday I preached um and then was completely wiped out for the rest of the day. Just couldn't, had no energy left. But I am slowly getting better by the grace of God. A lot of people are praying. My whole church here in Africa is praying. So I just really appreciate everyone's prayers back in Australia. But don't stress. Um, I'll be fine. Um, just sound a bit croaky now and a bit tired. And yeah. So that's the update on Mon's non-existent malaria. Okay. So we've got an update on Mon's health. Give us an update on your site. What is happening at your site? Yeah. So we have, I think, probably the smallest but the warmest site. I want to. You say. guys do. Yeah. It's you- just, you guys the do. The love is real. So we have a tiny little church. Um, well, it's not really a church. It's like a bunch of sticks. And then they have uh, plastic bags as the roof that they've like just weighted down with more sticks. And um, and there's so many young people that come. It's just amazing. And they just love us. So uh, my best friend, Vani, Vanya Chu from The Record, um, her and I are sharing. So we alternate nights preaching. And, uh, and it's, it's just the most warm and friendly environment I've ever been to so they'll just come up and throw themselves at you and give you these huge hugs and all the kids are now they're now into fan mail so they they'll draw pictures of us throughout the sermon and afterwards they come up and give them to us so we have the most amazing collection like just hundreds of these little pictures of us or pictures of cars from the boys and that kind of a thing yeah and they love to come up and just shake your hand and hug you and when you try and leave they like sort of start crying and they try and pull you back in but it's just yeah it's incredible and we had uh, we had a baptism uh, over the weekend. Uh, I'm actually I'm blanking on the numbers. Uh, we didn't actually get to go to the baptism. There was a bit of a communication error, so we were waiting at the church while our our baptism candidates were getting baptized. But they came back and they all stood at the front, and there was a whole team of them. Um, but we also have a baptismal class that's growing bigger every day, and it's now almost like we get to the church and the baptismal class is happening, and most of the congregation is in the baptismal class. And then when that finishes, it comes over and 
joins the, like the stragglers and then we start the program so yeah it's a wonderful experience we're really enjoying it so. that's amazing well, I think we're one of the few sites where we're being translated <laughs> twice um, so when we you know we preach in English then our main translator translates it into Amharic which is the official language of Ethiopia and then we have a second translator who translates it into a local dialect we can even Sidama 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 okay excited that's the first one I've heard the word Sidama but yeah so it, it means we have to preach a lot shorter <laughs> because everything gets said three times um, but yeah it's, it's going well it's my first preaching experience can't say I'm really loving it but I'm I'm okay with it now <laughs> that's, that's fantastic Mon and um, I don't know whether you're a bit aware of this, but um, your site has had the greatest compliment of any site for the preaching that is here in Ethiopia at this time. Really? Absolutely. Really? It was your site where we were told that these girls preach just like Jesus. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. No one has said that about any other site here amongst the entire team. I don't know how that's happening. That must be a miracle. There must be some sort of angel filter put on our sermon. <laughs> no, that's honestly, that's honestly, that's honestly <laughs> the feedback that we've got. And no one has got feedback like that. They, 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 yeah, these girls, they preach just like Jesus. I'm sure that's funny. But anyway, <laughs> it's the funny or it's a miracle because it ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> me, they just want me to stay here. They just, they just want to wipe me yeah, out. I almost feel yeah. like that's a pretty big compliment too. <laughs> one of you preachers like Jesus, the other one, can you please stay in our country forever and ever, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, tell us about Okay, so yesterday yeah. I had the most wild experience. An experience that it just, it, it will never leave my mind. It, it's just... I don't even know, even know where to begin. So I'm told to be ready at eight o'clock in the morning. They're going to pick me up at eight o'clock in the morning. I'm preaching at my church at 11 o'clock. I'm thinking, okay, yeah, that's a big gap. Well, I get picked up at eight o'clock and we don't get taken to my church. We get taken to another church and we're at the other church. I'm like, okay, why are we here? And it's like, oh, we're going to have a baptism. I'm like, okay, great. So, um, <clears throat> that's awesome. Whereabouts are the people that are getting baptized? Oh, they're coming from somebody somewhere else. And so, um, by about 10 30, uh, a whole bunch of people just sort of just just randomly this is this huge crowd comes walking down the street and they're all the baptismal candidates and uh, and then we gather in the church there's some things said that uh, I don't understand and then <clears throat> we head from there down to the lake so we walk all the way to the lake it's about a half hour walk to the lake and we're walking along these dusty streets and there's there's donkey carts everywhere there's people walking the odd motorbike goes past the odd bajaj and uh, and we wind our way through all of these houses. Eventually, we get to the lake. And down at the lake, okay, so the lake is about the only place where there's actually grass growing. And so there's mm. just there's, there's cows and there's goats and there's donkeys and there's kids swimming in the water and there's people uh, fishing and there's people, um, you know, butchering animals and and it's just it's just you know <laughs> it's just something like you've never seen before. And of course, you got the whole hippos. No, there wasn't any hippos there. The hippos were somewhere else. That's good. And so then we, uh, and so the, and, and then there's this huge crowd of people. I'm thinking, okay, this massive crowd, this is like, you know, a number of churches that have gathered together to, uh, you know, to, to witness this baptism. And so then everybody starts lining up. 
and uh, it, it to, to me to me just watching on it just seems to be bedlam but there's this order to it that actually works I don't know how it works but it works and they just all, all started lining up and they motioned to me and one of the other Australian pastors and then there was a local pastor and they're like okay you go baptise you go baptise so we go out into this water the water you can't see more than um, about 12 millimetres through the surface of it <laughs> it's a little bit dodgy <laughs> and there are hippos. We have seen the hippos. I do need to tell you about that at some stage. They were amazing, but there was no hippos where we were. And we walk out into this water, and these people, they line up. And I'm in the water, and I'm absolutely being mobbed by people who want to be baptized. They just are so happy wow. and so excited to get baptized. And I'm having to literally push them away from me so that I've got room to baptize people. It's just the most amazing experience. And we start doing these baptisms, and the baptisms go for like two hours. And it seems that every person who was there was there to get baptized. Oh, my. It was just this massive crowd of people. Um, I'm thinking we baptized maybe 350 people. I have really no idea. That's incredible. You you have to be there next Saturday to see this take place. It's just... You know, and okay, so I'm standing in the water and my left foot is towards the shore and my right foot, I'm standing, you know, a little bit with my feet apart because you have got to have good balance when you're baptizing people. And the entire time I'm baptizing, there are multiple people standing on my left foot. They want to get clo- they want to get as close as they can so that they don't miss out and they are the next person to be baptized. <laughs> Have you ever seen anything like that in Australia? Have you ever experienced anything like that anywhere no. in the world? Oh, it would be, it'd be incredible if everyone was that eager to get baptized. And and some of them some of them are like really shy. But they've just got these massive smiles on their faces, like they can't, they just can't stop smiling, you know. And, and, and then, and then you ask them what their name is, and they sort of they look down at the water, and they just got this big smile. And then they might, they look away, and they mumble something, and it's like, okay, my name's Lyle. What's your name? And uh, and then you tell them, and, and God bless you for your decision today. And they just get so happy. And then, uh, and then, of course, you know, the baptism takes place. It's the most amazing experience ever. But we'll be back with more. Um, we've got the interview coming up and then the 8 o'clock news. We're back with Encounter with God.
Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8, or 88 right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network. And joining us here in the studio is John Bradshaw from the United States. John, welcome to the show. Thank you, Lyle. Good to be here. Good to see you. Now, John, sitting in a radio studio is not something that is entirely unfamiliar to you. No, in a previous life, I was a broadcaster. It's outwards where I cut my teeth, got out of university, went straight into radio and worked there for a number of years and had um, far too much fun, secular radio at the time. <laughs> okay, so how many years ago was that, John? Oh, not long. <laughs> like, not, no, no, it feels like yesterday. So it was, you know, weeks ago, yeah. just lots and lots and lots and lots of weeks. Now, this, of course, was in New Zealand. You're a, you're a Kiwi, you come yes. from New Zealand. Yeah, I mean, and, I, mean uh, I, I know you think I'm, a, I'm, I'm bragging when I say that, but I'm a New Zealander. <laughs> I know you think I'm showing off. But that was in New Zealand year when I wore a younger man's clothes. Those were the days. Yeah, back in the day. And uh, a breakfast show as well as I yeah. Yes, Remember, yes, yeah. I did a number of things. I started, I started, uh, you know, started at the very bottom, midnight to six, fr- uh, Saturday and Sunday morning. At the and like so many people who got into radio, I spoke to the guy at the radio station. He said, "You know, you're a little too young." I said, oh, "Okay." And then he gets back to me and he says, "Can you start tomorrow night?" We just fired a guy. Man, that's how it seems like just about everybody gets into radio. <laughs> that's how my co-host arrived in radio. That's yeah. exactly how my co-host arrived here. That's it. So that's what happened to me and. and I started mid, doing mid-dawns, and, uh, and, and, it, and it went from there. It was fantastic. Yeah. Great, great years. Okay, but so you, you've graduated from there. There's a lot of things that have happened in your life between then and now. Yeah. And now you are have gone from a, a, a New Zealander, a Kiwi breakfast show radio host, to American TV evangelist. Yeah, kind how of does funny. It, how does it actually feel? When you when somebody asks you, you know, what do you do for a living? It's like, oh, I'm an American TV evangelist. Well, I you know that you. that comes with a certain well, stigma attached, right? I, I've never. When, when people say, "What do you do?" I say, "I'm a pastor." Okay, I'm a pastor. <laughs> and so, do you have a church? Well, no. And 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 I might tell them we do television programs. Oh, tell me more about that. So the TV evangelist thing, uh, never. Those words have never escaped <laughs> my lips. I've never said that once. Why, why would that be, John? Why? why why would that yeah, be? Who knows? I, I was described one one time as a televangelist. I said, no, you can't say that about me, no. So, you know, we, we, we rectified that wrong pretty smartly. Yeah, but you actually are. Uh, moving on, Lyle. You, you have another question? Well, you right, know, so, d- depending so, so, on how you want to define it, def- <laughs> depending on how you want to define it, you know, maybe. Okay. But what we do is we share, we, we produce a, a range of TV programs, Bible teaching programs. Yes. So the whole idea is people will check in and, and, and we're not going to offer them some miracle healing oil or a prayer mat or you send a hundred and God will multiply you with 10,000. Do, do you do that? Do you do that half hour appeal for, you know, write your check, do it now? You know, send your credit card details. No, if anything, we go way too soft on that. We, you know, look, at the risk of offending someone, and I kind of hope I do when I say this, that stuff is foolishness. You know, call now and get your miracle healing mat or put this oil on you because we've prayed over it and your grandmother's shingles will definitely be cured. You know, it's rubbish. God answers prayer and God encourages us to pray and God works miracles, but that stuff is rubbish. And at the end of the day, it gives Christianity a very 
bad look. It does. It does. And that's why, you know, that whole... This is why you've never called yourself a televangelist. Oh, no, too much baggage. There is so much baggage with yeah. that. You know, it's, it's, it's really become corrupted and, and uh, it's a sign of the times, really, that, um, you know, Christianity has become so commercialized. Now, I think that's the way the devil wants it. There's something really good. Christianity offers a positive approach to living. It, 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 it aids your emotional issues. I don't want to sound too touchy-feely, but it simply does because there's a great big God that you can lean on. It gives you hope and purpose. Uh, what was Christianity? People are like, oh, I want nothing to do with God. No, 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 no. What's wrong with love your neighbor? You like that. You want that. Oh, I don't believe in the church. I don't believe in Jesus. What about his teachings don't you like? Love God. Love your neighbor. Treat people with dignity and respect. The Bible even says be kind to animals. I mean, this is a book that offers real, practical, good, common sense stuff. And so that's kind of what we try to convey on our program. Not much about being kind to animals. We haven't done that program yet. <laughs> but we'll probably get around to it. All right, John, you've, you've, we've announced it on air. On Faith FM, right here, you heard it first. It is written, is going to do our program on being kind to animals. Kind and to I'm animals. Going, <laughs> My daughter would like that, I guess. Oh, dear. Anyway, so uh, moving on from there, let's talk about It Is Written because that is the TV program that yeah. you do work for and that you do uh, produce. Yeah, we have fun with that. It Is Written started 62 years ago when a pastor said, I could use TV to reach a bigger 62 audience. 62 years ago? Yeah. They had television 62 years ago. Someone did, yeah. Evidently. Wow. Okay, yeah. so this guy was a visionary. Yes, he was. This was he wasn't the very first. Now, you know, what, what interests me is every now and then people say, It Is Written was the first religious broadcast in colour. And I'm thinking... Okay, I, I don't know what, what you, you're scratching now when you say this is an achievement. But but that does uh, sort of age us and talk about the era in which we came around. So it was it was right back at that time. When you're moving from black and white to colour. Yeah, yeah, it is written, was, was there first. And so that's indicative. We've always tried to keep in touch with technology and, and stay at the leading edge of that because that's helpful and relevant. So what started as a TV program has now become, well, a, a media ministry with a, with a, a 24-7 television channel and a bunch of other stuff, mission emphases and resources and training and and sharing the good news, proclaiming the message of Christ. So traditional television as we know it is disappearing very, very rapidly. Yeah, well the mode of delivery is is changing. The content the content, if you look at TV as a whole, has never been better. Is, 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 it's never been as well done. When I say if you look at TV as a whole, I don't. I'm a TV, uh, we, I have a TV channel, but I don't have a TV. But what they tell me is uh, TV today is being done very, very well. Less and less people are, particularly in the United States, are watching on your regular old TV, watching the, the legacy channels. It's, it's more and more on demand. People are watching on devices. Uh, people want to watch. You remember, I, I remember running home one night. I wanted to get home at 8 o'clock to see Hill Street Blues. If I didn't see it, it was over. Well, now, <laughs> now you just go and binge watch whatever you want to watch, eight episodes at a time, what you want, how you want it. It's really changed. But the need for content hasn't changed. Yeah, I think our kids have probably never watched traditional television, right. and they certainly never will. Talking to a friend the other night, and he said, neither of my kids own a TV. Yeah, They stream what they want to stream and watch what they want on, on demand. So, so it is, written is, uh, is, is very solidly in that market where you you are producing, you know, uh, content in a format, in, in a current format. That yeah, that's right. Accessing. It is written .tv is where we go. are found. And so we as an organization produce about 11 separate programs. And then, of course, we borrow programs from 
everywhere. Yeah, I, I hope you have some that you'll give us. Oh, there you go. Maybe we will. Yeah, absolutely. No, now, no, no, wait a minute. Mate, did you hear that? Maybe we will. Well, I'm just trying to think no, no, about it. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. We go back a few months now. A few like months. Lots and lots, and it's maybe we will. No, okay. I can work with that. Maybe we will. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll finish this interview. Maybe. <laughs> so, John, do you do radio? Not like you do. Okay. No, our programs appear on radio on Faith FM. I, I just heard one recently. I, I thought, wow, what a great radio station this is. <laughs> it's airing, it is written. But no, I'd love to. Radio's better than TV. It's better to do, and it's a more intimate medium, and I think it's frankly more effective. But Well, the great thing about radio is that you know, it doesn't matter whether you are a genera- Generation Z yeah. or a Millennial or a uh, Y Gen, X Gen, or Baby Boomer. Everybody listens to the radio. The difference between a Z and a, the number of Zs that are listening to the radio on a monthly basis compared to a baby boomer is 3%. It's interesting, isn't yeah. it? And you've so noticed it's a format too. that is never going to disappear. What's so popular these days? Podcasting. What's podcasting? This is radio programs. Yeah, it's, it's, right. just, it's they've got. We've gone back 50 years to the time where we used to create these beautiful radio programs, and essentially that's what podcasting is. It's just, it's just radio under another name. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's the great thing about the, the kind of format that we're doing here. It's never going to go away. But, That's right. Um, yeah, we do go back a number of years, John. Maybe, maybe we should. Um, there are some stories I could tell. No, no. They're, 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 <laughs> yeah, I would deny them all, unless of course they were good stories. <laughs> anyway, um, if we get time, we might tell a few stories on John. We'll see how we go. But we do have more important things to talk about. Uh, it is written here in Australia. How can yeah. we access it apart from it is written TV? You, you can access it is written the, the traditional way if that is your preference, right? Yes, you know we. It was just announced yesterday. We're on 7-2 at 5.30 in the morning. I should be able to tell you which morning. Uh, it's a Sunday morning. Thank you very much. Sunday yes. mornings at 5.30. Well, that's prime time, isn't it? But, you know, we'll take what we can get and we're grateful for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, set your alarm clock. Um, actually, just record it. That's, um. that's, that's right. And there are a couple of networks around Australia that we appear on, and we're quite happy about that. Yeah, fantastic. So I think it was the 3ABN network. 3ABN. We're on 3ABN. And, and Hope Channel? I think. Yeah. Depending on how Hope Channel is received here. If Hope Channel is received, then we're on it. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. In New Zealand, we're on a couple of networks, which is interesting, man. People watch these Christian TV networks. I step off a plane in Auckland. First, the first person I see when I step out of the terminal starts talking to me. I'm thinking, well, this guy's kind of friendly. What in the world? And then he says, he starts to unburden himself ever so slightly. He just farewelled some family members, and he says... That's why television programs like yours... Oh, no, he used a New Zealand accent. Uh, That's why television programs like yours are so uh, important. I was blown away. He sees me on TV essentially wearing a suit. I come get off a plane looking bedraggled. People watch, man. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, it is really good. I'm encouraged by that. All right, so let's come to uh, why you're here in Australia. Yes. You're based in the United States. Yes, I'm here for the weather. It's freezing there right now. Good choice. Yeah, man. Very wise choice. It's just uh, beautiful, beautiful weather that we're having uh, here. February, good time of year to be in the Newcastle region. But what are you actually here for? Here, there's a bunch 
bunch of churches that are getting involved in an initiative they're calling Proclaim 2019, and that's sharing the good news of faith in Christ, the the, the gospel, the good news that Jesus is coming back with the people of with, with Novocastrians. I didn't even know a Novocastrian was a thing. Sorry, I, I that's all right. It took, it, it took my it took my co-host, and, and and she's not here at the moment. She's in Africa at the moment, so I can pick on her to my heart's content. No, yeah, I think you it should. It took her a year of living in Newcastle to realise that Novocastrians were a thing. So you've picked it up a little bit quicker. I thought they were Newcastlers or something. Uh, no, no, so so. But here's the thing. Wait, 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 wait coal miners. We're more sophisticated than that. That's a pretty sophisticated name, <laughs> Novocastrians for for a, for a small town boy from New Zealand. My goodness. But here's what we know: Novocastrians deserve to hear the best news that anyone's ever heard. There is a God. He is good. He loves people. He has the best future that you could possibly imagine. The Bible is a book that makes consummate good sense. It just does. People who say, oh, I don't believe the Bible. Okay, well, tell me why. It's inaccurate. Well, no, it isn't. Next n- next objection. Oh, we're not certainly going to answer with no, it isn't either. We can go no, well, good, solid reasons. You come along to one of these programs and if you've got questions and you've had people who've said, yeah, the Bible's inaccurate, it contradicts itself or whatever it is, right. ask them for their references, write them down, bring them to the meetings, ask it in a public forum. Absolutely. There's nothing to be afraid of. You know, we have nothing to hide. No, demand no a solid part. answer. Demand a solid answer and bring out any passage of scripture you want. You know, That's the challenge right. is out there. Just, just come along and put so, to the test. So these presentations around the Newcastle area are going to be happening at different times. Uh, it's sort of throughout the year, but I want to encourage you to look out for them and, and watch. And when it's coming to a, a, a location near you, man, be there because this is—it'll sharpen your faith. It may give you faith if you have no faith, give you hope if you have no hope. But imagine being able to connect to God and making sense of your life, of your place in the big picture of the world, make sense of where we're going, understand that the future—that there is a future because God is in the future. So this is this is man, this is the best thing to happen. In Newcastle, and I don't know how long. Yeah, I'm just going to toss it out there that uh, in June um, I'll be kicking off in Raymond Terrace. Yes, with a program called Challenging Religion. Nice. Um, followed by a longer program in October called The Prophetic Code. Excellent. And, and the Prophetic Code series. I mean, I've been talking about uh, that series of Bible studies that uh, um, many times here, and of course, that's always available. You can do that in your own home at any time for free. Good stuff. But uh, we'd much rather you come along to the live program. There's you know, there's no substitute for being a part of the live show. I am hopeful that Faith FM listeners will say, "Man, I'd like to hear what Lyle has to say about that." And I th- and I and I th- and I think you, I know, well, I know you'll be blessed. Uh, I won't be the only one either. Sure, bunch of other um, world class. I get to I get to I get to be a part of a, a group of world class speakers. How about that? Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be kind of cool. You know, you left. They're, they're, they're coming out here, and it's just like you, you left that open for me to say something smart, but I won't. You, the Faith FM listeners have too much respect for you. And so I'm just going to say amen. But you're going to be in Raymond Terrace? Yes. Yes. Starting yes. when? Uh, June. Awesome. So and June in Raymond Terrace and then follow up in October. So fantastic. a shorter program in June followed by a longer program in October. And I've, I've heard Lyle's presentations and for years they have been world class. I mean, yes, of course I'm saying that just because I'm sitting two feet away from you. But even if I no, was, I, well. I would say that. So hey, don't miss it. These are going to be fantastic. This Proclaim initiative, life-changing in the best way possible. Okay, so John's out here to promote that and... Uh, 
start to uh, work with the churches in preparation for it. But right now, we do need to move on with the show. We'll be back with another session with John tomorrow. Um, but right now, we're heading to the 8 o'clock news right after this song. All to Jesus I surrender